This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? Welcome to our Twitter space after the Brighton and Hove Albion game today. Not one to savour or remember, really absolutely diabolical. Hello, Peter, how are you? Uh, let's bring you in straight away. Hello, Pete, how you doing, mate? Oh, I'm in the uh, early stages of recovery. I'll probably come out about March. <laughs> as bad as that, eh? Well, Carl has just joined us. I think he might be slightly more vocal. Let's see. Hello, Carlos. Carlos, hello. Oh, he's he's muted himself, I think. Um, no, no, oh, I'm here. here. I do apologise. Hello, mate. How are you? Right. You should apologise. How are we? Oh. <laughs> well, I think I think let's let's hear from you Carl. first because. Is that Taylor in the background having a shout about uh, Well, everyone is, mate. I mean, I, I, quite honestly, I, I lost my shit in the ground earlier. I, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Were you there? Did, no, you, well, did, you, did you not notice me sneaking out as you were having a bit of a shout when the second goal went in? Oh, mate. I've, honestly, I've, I've lost my absolute wardrobe in the, in the ground. Yeah? It, it is. I, I went apoplectic. It, it, we are so, so... Listen... When when do we stop sacking managers? When do we start looking at what what's on that on that pitch? When do we start looking at the individuals? When do we start going? The players are not good enough. The recruitment is not good enough. It is so so poor, Justin. I, honestly, so poor. Yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I mean, that that was a really, really poor display today. I didn't see anything there that made me think that we were capable of staying up. I didn't even see anything where I thought we might score a goal, to be honest. I thought it was just absolutely poor from start to finish. Um, Peter, do you want to come in on that? 
Yeah, it was, well, it, it was absolutely deflating and it was almost like regression to the mean, as I said, you know, in terms of Roy comes in and who knew that a nil-nil against Burnley would be the the zenith of a, of a new manager bounce. I can see that I, I can see that Terry's on here, and Terry, if if you're coming on here to tell us that Josh King is not the answer, sir, I completely agree with you. Today he <laughs> just did not turn up, and I've done my bit defending him. So, Terry, um, I, I look forward to you coming on at some point. Terry, Terry, well, before well. before Terry comes on, I'd, I'd just like to say that if, if Josh King went to a fair and threw a dart at a fucking board, he wouldn't win a goldfish. He is that bad. He is that bad. I've got to say, Carl, I think you had high hopes for him at the beginning of the I did, season. You, I did. You, I did. You marked yeah. him out as being one of the better players, I think. But um... because, yeah, yeah, because of every time he every time he put on a Bournemouth shirt and he turned up at Vicarage Road, he scored. Every time we played against him, he was like, "Oh, not Josh King again." And yeah. when we signed him, I was like, "This actually could work out. What a great player! What a great addition to the side." We, we've seen him in the Watford shirt once where he actually looked interested and that was against a team that said he wasn't good enough and he, he went and scored a hat-trick against them. So, well, I think he, he admitted to raising his game for that game against Everton, didn't he? He actually said, I woke up feeling I'm up for this. Yeah, he, so, needs, he needs yeah. to do that more so often, raise, in so, my opinion. Yeah, you're a professional footballer. Raise your game every day. Raise yeah. it. every. Ta- it's honestly so poor. Well, well, what I'm going to do is uh, mute you, Cole, because I think you've done it yourself, good man, because you are in quite a no- noisy environment. Let's bring Terry in. Good evening, Terry. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you boys? All right? Deflated, mate. Absolutely <laughs> deflated. Oh, no. Go on. Do you know what? I um, I, I was streaming the game on my phone today, and uh, so as well as the frustration of the game, I also had the frustration of the um, the servers keep dropping out and it being very laggy. Right. Um, so the phone nearly went through the window a couple of times. <laughs> um, so that will serve me right for streaming games illegally. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was just yeah, horrendous. Horrendous. Diabolical. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything you boys have said so far is completely correct. And uh, we, I think we've got to start looking at, obviously, recruitment. We, you know, I think for every 10 players we sign, we get a real gem. Um, yeah, that is the ratio. It's got to stop. It's got yeah. to be something like that. I mean, we've had some right charlatans come through um, of recent. But yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I think if we don't get anything at Villa, well, we have to win at Villa, or we're you know we're in shit creek, really. Well, all, all I'm going to say, Terry, is for the past five or six games, we've said we need to win this game, yeah. um, and, and, and we haven't. Uh, and, and you know, we still haven't scored a goal under Roy Hodgson. He's had uh, three games now. We haven't scored a goal. Um, it's just it's just woeful. I can't really remember a time where, well, I can. I mean, you know, under Graham Taylor in the Premier League, we were pretty poor. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but this is just, it's not been seen for maybe 20 years. This level of ineptitude is, is the only word I can think of. It's, it's just so bad to watch. Have you got any positives? Do you think we might still stay up? Do you think there's anything positive? Uh, in all t- honesty, I'd love, I'd love <clears throat> to think so. The trouble is, if we stay up and then we have another season this next year, it's not good for the fans. Because mm-hmm. some, some people take football so, so seriously. And, and rightly so. People are paying big money to go and watch the games. And it, it can ruin people's weekends. Yeah, um, and I think we deserve a bit more than that. Mm. Um, I think we need to have a shuffle around in the squad. Still, like I know King's capable of great things, 
maybe it's the, the lack of service. There was that um, he got sort of wrestled off the ball today, didn't he? He got sort of shoulder barged out of the way, and I thought, yeah, if that was Deeney, you know, and I know Deeney was sort of nearly past his sell by late when he left, but D- Deeney wouldn't have let that happen. No, um, he'd have had a tussle at the very least. Yes, um, and um, yeah, I'm not not to compare him against because they're obviously they're, they're very different players, really. But they're both quite big lads, and I thought, nah, it's almost like he doesn't want it. And then I thought, right, if Jao Pedro was in that position, he'd have done a nice little bit of trickery with his nice uh, Brazilian style footwork. But um, it's all if buts and maybe. So yeah, I think we've got to shuffle around. I, I I don't think playing one up front's working for us. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. What would, what would you boys change? If, would you change the formation? I mean, well, I, I think I think the, the 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 frustrating thing for me, and yeah, from the point that we were talking about last week over the last couple of games, Terry, when you said about you know when we said you know you 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 said it for a, for a few games now, which is fair play, was the fact that when you got Sarah and you got Dennis back in, maybe we'll see something, but we didn't see very much. But even more disappointing was that that there was no platform to build on. the The defense in the midfield today were completely not at the races. And Brighton played with a tempo and an intensity that we couldn't muster. And I think, I mean, yeah, we all complain when, you know, um, anybody on Match of the Day comes out and doesn't credit them. I thought I thought Brighton looked mustered today. I thought they did really well. Yeah, they, and they, they, could, was, they, they could have beaten us on a good day today, um, but they didn't have to. Um, they they turned up and caught us on a bad one, but fair play to them. They were they, they were more than half decent. Um, but but the fact that we were just not playing at the same tempo or not shutting down at the same tempo, you know, Lamptey was coming through and shutting down people, you know, close to our box, and he was playing right you know right wing back. Um, yeah. You know, why can't we show that same appetite? I, I think I've just just, just to, to um, back you up on that, uh, Peter. I think that the left hand side of that Brighton. The, the whole team, the left-hand side of that team is absolutely immense and all credit has to go to them because I, I, I think they are one of the uh, unsung heroes of, the, of this Premier League season, that Brighton side. When you looked at the intensity and you just touched on that, the intensity, the want, the desire, that is everything that we want in our team and they, they shut us down, they closed us, you know. And at, at certain points, I, I, I looked over to my son, I went, who's at home here? Who's at home? Who's playing yeah. at home? And and and, and yeah. that's and, and and that is it in it in itself. You know, when you, when you're playing at home and you're having to defend every single, virtually every single minute of the game because every every um, chance that they get, they you know they ping the ball into that midfield, work it out. We've got Kuchka playing in a position that, with with the greatest respect, his legs cannot cope with. He's not he's not at that that stage of his career. Um, and I know it's probably a little bit early for Saar to be coming back in and, and, and the guys that have come back from the African Cup of Nations, but my God, we were shocking today. Shocking. And yeah. I've, I've gone apoplectic in the stand that uh, when Justin left me, I was, I mean, I was ready to fr- to run on the pitch, take my trousers <laughs> off and have a shit in the middle of the pitch. Oh, I, extreme, I was, extreme. I, honestly, it is, oh, Guys, oh, it's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> if that's your idea good. of a silver lining, I'd say it's a very odd one, but okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> a brown lining, no, I mean, a brown lining. Yeah, a brown <laughs> it lining. Would have been. Absolutely. I thought. I mean, it, you know, I yeah, we talked about um, Pedro coming on, and I thought he came on and didn't really manage to get into the game because it was hard to get into the game because even at 2-0 up, they were still the side keeping the ball and we just didn't seem to be able to kind of get get it and hold it for any period or with any quality, with the exception of, and I'm, I'm you know, very slight exception of loser. 
coming on and trying to get the ball and keep it. And But the problem is with him, he gets the ball and he recycles it. We just go and lose it in another area. Um, you know, it doesn't get to him to be able to kind of have it and keep it for a period. He just kind of completely got away. There were so many players today who mm. were, you know, a three or a four out of ten and just didn't turn up from the get-go in terms of thinking, yes, you know, as all the fans have been saying on, on social media and, you know, on call-ins and everybody was thinking, this is a must-win. It really yeah. didn't look like it. They just didn't turf up. It was nowhere near, mate. It was nowhere near. So we've got a couple of people wanting to speak. Ian, Ian, I'll come to you very, very shortly, mate. I can see that you've been waiting patiently. Hemel, please make sure you're not standing near Carl. I'll bring you in in a bit as well. Uh, but I've actually got Ross Strickland uh, wanting to speak now. Hello, Ross. How are you? Hey, yeah, Ross. not bad about you. Yeah, go on, mate. What you got to say? Well, that was a shocking, wasn't it? It that was, was yeah. That's absolutely abysmal. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought Brighton were negative passing it side to side, sucking us in, and we were just standing off. Yeah. We should have just gone on the attack, on the, on the front foot rather than the back foot. We're just constantly parking the bus at home. I, yeah. I don't know. Josh King, I don't think, is, is, is good enough for me. I don't think he's good enough. I thought Loser coming no. on. I thought he changed the game a bit. He looked good. Kiembe, I think he's got wheeze in a bit. I think he had an off game today. And I don't know where to... I think we could get set up for the championship, I think, now. I think that just sort of clears it up, really, doesn't it? I think heads have dropped, definitely. I, I don't think there's any kind of team spirit amongst that lot at all that I can see. It just seems to be grinding away, not really... A lot of them don't actually look that interested, to be exactly. honest. Exactly. That's exactly. I mean, Kamara, maybe. Give him a shout. Yeah, he looks all right. I mean, he, he didn't have a particularly good game today. He's looked all right in the last couple. He gave um, it. He gave it. Yeah. He looked interested, though. More than, more than yeah. a lot of yeah. other players. Some of them some yeah. of them don't even look like they want to be there anymore, looking for their next deal this summer when we go down. A lot of them. Yeah, no, well, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I don't think Roy Hodgson, <laughs> as well, I don't want to call it for his head so quickly but a 75 no, manager no, even for us even for us that's a bit trigger happy I've got to say but, um, but think, we haven't scored a goal under him yet you know it's uh, yeah. It I think what, 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 one of the issues that we have is we, we basically defend the width of the 18 yard box and no, and no further outside and that first goal came from basically uh, them the being really really central and the ball got switched out to Lamptey now, we did the same thing against Burnley because Burnley didn't really have anybody who was going to deliver the ball in with any quality other than maybe Dwight McNeil, you could argue, but didn't have it. Brighton are a completely different outfit. You know, Lamptey put the ball in and then Morpay got his, his shot on the turn, which was which was an excellent finish. Um, yeah. And it, yeah. it was superb. But we need, you know, against these teams, if you if the ball gets you know, moved out wide, you have to move the whole team very quickly. And Brighton move the ball, they zip it about. We get the ball and every single pass only just gets to the man or it's just kind of, you know, he's almost waiting for the ball to arrive. There's no urgency in the play. I also thought that Brighton were receiving the ball so far back in the pitch. We could have pushed forward. We could have done a high line and pressed. We were so so far behind. I think Dunk must have had the most passes in the game. I mean, he he must have passed it about 10 times side to side in the space of a couple of minutes. And there was no one pushing we were literally watching it, and it was like watching paint dry. It was awful. I thought Brighton were boring to watch, if I'm honest with you. I, 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 yeah. I thought Lamptey, yeah, as, as you mentioned, great player. I can't knock it. Um, and that Cucurella was quite good as well. But I, they, 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 was, they, were, they were sort of look, waiting for us to push, waiting for us to push and, and, and to sort of seek mistakes so they can pass it through the lines. But we were just sat so far back. 
it was only going to be a matter of time before they whip a ball in and get a goal, and then it changed the complete game with chasing it, and and it went from worse to worse. Well, we don't do very well at chasing games, do we? That's that this season. We haven't done very well at that at all. So, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, um, you, you know, you and then you get to the point where you're in you're in the game still with one goal. You know, e- even at that point, obviously, uh, Dennis managed to hit the bar um, when he tried to take the leather off the thing. But you know, mm. fair play, tried, tried it. He should have had a, a few shots where he, he just took too much time and had too many fake shots. It was a, he had a few chances where he could have just hit it and maybe a fl- fluky deflection, you know, and we nick a goal or whatever. But well, we had it, it did we have a West shot on target at the end? I stopped watching uh, the eightieth minute. I good left. question. Yeah, that's when I left as well. I probably jumped into you on the way out, to be fair. Yeah, no, it was. I don't think we did have a shot on target. Peter, you probably know better than, than me, but I, I, no, it was pretty poor. Thank, thank you for your thoughts, mate. Listen, uh, it's no nice worries. to hear new, uh, new voices yeah, on here. Um, welcome back anytime, mate. I'm just going to bring some more people in because I know there's some people that have been waiting for quite a long time. So, But no bless worries. you for coming on. Ian, Cheers, how are Ross. you, mate? Cheers, Ross. Ian, how are you, mate? Ian, you're on the train to Leighton um, Buzzard. Like can come. Oh, no, there he is. Hello, mate. How are Hi, you? Hello. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we can okay, hear you, mate. Bit yeah, go on. If I'm honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit, bit, um, a bit deflated, it's fair to say, that the um, the best part of the day was before the game started. <laughs> um, yes, no, it was. In the bunker, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Um, yeah, so, go on. One, Mm. One, why all of a sudden is Kiko a set-piece specialist? And two, why does nobody want to have a punt and have a shot? Because there was opportunities where we take today where we could surely have got the ball away and we just didn't look. We looked scared to do it. Do you want to come in on that, Pete? I, th- I, think, I think it's symptomatic of everything else. I think, you know, when, when, when the... Confidence is low. They always want to try to make it look, you know, the position look better or get it, move it onto their other foot. Um, I mean, you know, somebody I was sat with, you know, was, was pointing about how, how one-footed KMB was, um, and he is, but so so are most of the other, the rest of the team. You know, they don't want to kind of just take a snapshot and see what see what comes of it. You can see what happened for yeah. the first time finish when Morpay hit it. He hit an earlier one which didn't which didn't didn't go in, but but he but he, he got a shot away. You have to test the keeper. If you don't work the keeper, what what chances have you got? I think in terms of Kiko, it's 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 almost like it's just well, we'll try somebody else, shall we? Because nobody seems to be yeah. able to put in a ball one with any quality, um, and secondly, there doesn't seem to be. Um, and this 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 isn't about Roy or this predates you know we we know how far back this goes. Nobody can deliver the ball with any quality, and there doesn't seem to be, um, as you see at other teams, a set piece specialist who can sit down and work these things through. The reason the reason why teams, especially down the bottom, concentrate on set pieces is because to work a, a goal in in free play, there are so many variables involved. So when the game finally becomes almost sort of binary, i.e., you know, it's a restart and we, we start, you know, it's suddenly a bit like, you know, kind of a cricket delivery. You know, there's a there's a defined start and almost finish. You can affect the variables. You can put your players into areas where you want them, you know, to attack with the strengths. And we don't even deliver the ball in, let alone have anybody in the, there who's really trying to attack it and trying to get on the end of it. Finally, on the point of set pieces, and I have to come to the second goal, and I have to say, I have to apologise to William Truce de Kong here because... 
I started off on, on you on CV. We started off the boot room looking at, you know, from an analytical point of view, what was going on in games. And we started with the Brighton away game because because match of the day just didn't say anything about Watford at all. So we thought, all right, well, we'll do it then. Um, and against Brighton, he gave the ball away, as we know, for, for, uh, to trying to give the ball to Cleverly and Basuma nicked it and they went with a goal. But he also then jumped under and he's, he's done it. He did it in three different matches. He jumped under the the corner that came in and therefore I think it was Duffy or Dunk, one of the two got the, got the goal. Today, if you get a chance to look at that second goal, and I'm sure everybody's rushing to look at that second goal, um, there's both Saar and there's Pedro and there is Sissoko. All three of them jump underneath it. All three of them basically jump into each other and the ball's sitting there and it, it just spills and they're 2-0 they're up and the game is absolutely dead at that point. You know, these are not hard things to, to to figure out to work out and the problem's going to be is that obviously Roy has come in and tried to set us up to be hard to break down in open play he'll take one look at that I think and you know Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday they'll be looking at set pieces I should imagine because that will have shocked the life out of him Absolutely Absolutely Thank you for joining in once again Ian it's lovely having you come in on mate um, Yeah cheers Sorry I couldn't get down to the bunker if anybody else wants to come in, do request. Hemel, I know you're requesting. I will bring you in, but please make sure you're nowhere near Carl. Pidge, good evening to you. How are you? Well, it's taken a quarter of an hour more to um, get over that, mate, because I would have come on at half past, but Jesus Christ. Um, you had to go and take a chill pill, did you, mate? Yeah, mate, I've taken about 40 of them, mate, so I'm sitting here still waiting to kick in, mate. Go on, it's let's hear it. Yeah, just a lack of effort, mate. And uh, I've seen more penetration on Pornhub, mate. Um, it's been... <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, all, all, all jokes aside, I, I agree with what Pete's saying about, um, you know, teams at the bottom look at set pieces. It's like, say, like a second a second goal. I mean, you know, when the, when the game is really, really tight and you're not creating any, you know, open, clear-cut chances, then your set piece is always your second go-to. And, um, yeah, it's, I completely agree with that, the fact that we don't seem to put any decent balls into the box. And, yeah, the second goal, I mean, the first goal was really bad. Second goal, um, yeah, just people diving underneath the, the ball. And if it was a Sunday league thing, you'd be you'd be grabbing them by the, the yeah. throat and saying, what the hell are you doing? Um, but... Yeah, we we need to sort something out because like like we always do, you know, we don't score goals. We get a we get an attacking coach. We score goals and concede them, and then we have to get a defensive coach. And we weren't even doing that today. So I don't know what's going to go on the next few games because I was really really buoyant. I thought we would, could get some sort of result today if we started on the front foot and really went at Brighton because we know they can hold possession. We know Potter's sides like to dominate. Uh, like to try and squeeze the life out of your play, but um, we just just set up set up completely the wrong way, and I, I do think we should have made made it slightly more attacking at the start. Um, be it for our Hodson's formation, but should have started at least one more attacking attacking player in that formation. You're normally one of our more positive um, contributors, Pidge. This season, how do you see it panning out? Do you think we're going to stay up, or do you think that's it now? We're going to go down. I still think we've got a chance, obviously. Uh, I'm not completely blinkered. Um, I think, you know, I'm always going to support them until, you know, I'll go support them anyway, but I'm still be confident until it's mathematically um, certain. But the the way we look at it, at the moment, we're going to play like this. We're 100% down, no doubt about it. I'm not going to be 
um, disagreeing with people that think we're down and say, oh, look, 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 you're so, you're so negative, you're so negative, you know, we're going to stay up. I'm not, not one of those. You know, I do take that into account and I think they have absolutely valid points on the evidence of today and the last few weeks. Yes, we are down if we carry on like this, but, you know, we, we always got to have that um, little side of optimism, say, look, can we do it? But it's not looking good, is it? It's not, mate. It's not. Before you disappear, Pidge, do you want to do a quick uh, mention of your um, podcast this evening? Yes, please. Yes, please, mate. Thank you ever so much. And um, yeah, just um, just before I do that as well, just make sure all of you get onto um, Spotify and just share the love for um, you know, um, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes and also um, You Ons TV on um, YouTube before I say anything because um, they're good pals of the show. Um, yeah, we're at uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, I'll throw out the link on on um, Twitter as well, but it's on the uh, Telemade Army Forum, TMA TV and our YouTube. We'll be talking and getting all your opinions, all the fan opinions about the fallout from the um, defeat against Brighton. So, um, yeah, pop on um, on all those free formats and uh, get your opinion across, uh, guys and girls. Good man. Thank you, Pidge. Cheers, uh, mate. Honour as always. All right. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Cheers, mate. I'm going to try and bring Hemel in, so um, stand by for feedback, everybody, because uh, normally this doesn't go very well. He's not with me. He's not with me. Is he not? He's, right. Okay. No, he's safe. He's safe. Right. Hemel, I, I'm hoping you're going to be connecting. You're in, Hemel. How are you? Hemel? Hello, Hemel. Where is he, Carl? <laughs> is he the... no, I, I, I generally don't know, actually. He's not, he's not, he's not with me, so... Uh, oh, no, this hasn't gone very well. Hemel, are you there? All right, I think we can forget Hemel. I think he's disappeared. If anybody else wants to say anything, um, hit the request button. And, oh, Hemel's back. Let's see if we can bring him in. You there, Hemel? Oh, dear. We always have problems when Hemel gets... Hello, Hemel. I can see it's connecting. I think he's somewhere on 3G or something. No, it's okay. We, we, I mean, we can just say that he's useless. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm happy yeah, to yeah, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be OK. Sport Social. Yeah. Right, if, if, if anybody else wants to say anything, now's the time to hit the uh, request button. We'll bring you in if you want to say something about today's uh, woeful performance against Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, now's the time to do it. We'll bring you in. Um, all, all contributions are valid. Um, there's no censorship here. If you want to come on and rant, that's good for us. Um, if not, um, I'll probably bring, the, uh, bring this to a conclusion. Peter, do you want to... Um, mention yeah, well, um, anything and also about the boot room if you're going to do one yeah oh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do a boot room for all of those people who want to uh, dwell in 
dwell in the horror show that was this afternoon. Um, but I mean, it's uh, it, it's so because Everton got a three nil win uh, at home to lead. So looks like uh, Frank Lampard and spending lots of money will finally get them up and away. Up and away. Uh, Norwich City are currently nil nil with Man City, but obviously we would hope that that would go the predictable way. Burnley face Liverpool tomorrow at two o'clock, and at the same time Newcastle face Villa. So unless results go in our favour in those games, you know, with that question that you set there to Pidge, then you know it starts to stretch away from us. Um, we we you know fundamentally those don't mean anything unless we start to turn some of these games into performances and into points. Um, you know, fundamentally, I think we all know it was bitterly disappointing today. I mean, one player who's done really well over the last couple of games before was Kamara, and I thought he was all over the place today. I thought he was very much out of sorts for him. Um, mm. And I think everybody was. So, you know, they need to show that this this team can do something and galvanise under Roy. I think Roy and Ray will see that, that performance. And the question is what they're going to do on the training pitch from from Monday mm. um, to, to try to turn this around because they really do have to go and spark something out of them, something out of them to get them working harder. Um, you could question their fitness levels against Brighton today because, you know, and I appreciate, you know, somebody earlier on said they, they didn't think Brighton, you know, looked particularly, you know, good to watch. And with they, all they did was keep the ball and move it side to side. For me, I'd love that. I'd love to see us shutting down from the front as they do. You know, we've got to do something in these games when we fall a goal behind to show that we've got an, an intent to try to change it, to try to pull something back because we, we haven't at the moment. And I appreciate it's early days for Roy, but he's got to be in there on Monday and changing it. Fingers crossed. 100%. 100% what he just said there. 100%. I think um, I think the, the, the team that I saw today, um, and I'm not talking about Watford, the, the team that I enjoyed watching was Brighton. Everything they did on the pitch is exactly what we want to be seeing. You know, intent, um, the, the crossover, getting up there, shutting down, the, the whole the whole package. And um, unfortunately, they were the wrong. They were wearing the wrong colour today. Um, and it's, you know, I, I I really did lose my absolute. Um, my I bag. saw you, mate. I saw yeah. you. You were, yeah. you, were, you were in the zone. I was not getting through to you. You were busy having a right old shout at the end there. I, I, ca- I, I, call, I called every player out there a disgrace. Every single one of them a disgrace. Because yeah. they are. They're a disgrace. They're an absolute fucking disgrace, Justin. They, you know, ha- how many managers do we have to sack before somebody goes, the players aren't good enough? Or the recruitment isn't good enough. What we're bringing in isn't good enough. Because well, I think, I think what might be a good idea, and, and it's for a podcast, and gentlemen, it's your podcast, it's certainly not mine, but it might be worthwhile sitting down and <clears throat> doing some analysis on the players that have been brought in under Filippo Giraldi and then the players who've been brought in oh. under Cristiano Giretta. Okay, because, yeah, because yeah, I think yeah, that would be an yeah. interesting analysis. It'd be nice to know if anybody listening thinks that might be worth having a look at uh, and, and having a discussion, or if they've got any comment about it. it it'll be, it'll be, do you know, know what would be lovely, Peter? If he, if if one of them, um, who's the new guy? Is it Giraldi? The, the no, man Gioretta. that Giretta, Giretta, that, that sits under his Christmas tree and goes, "Welcome to Watford. What we demand is the best." Who the yeah. fuck are you? <laughs> Who are you? What do you do? What What's your role in the club? What do you do? You, you you sit under your Christmas tree posting pictures on, on Twitter t- telling us, oh, we've got this player, that player. Okay, but what do you do? What What's your role? Mm. 
I mean, it's honestly, it's it, the, the the recruitment policy at our club, and I still stand by it, is dismal. Not 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 bad. It is dismal. Yeah. Well, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah. I am. I am inclined to agree with you. Let's. Uh, should we go over to Tampa? Let's go over to Tampa, Florida, and get the uh, opinion of Ed. Hey, Ed. Hey, how we doing? How you yeah, doing, well, mate? I think you've just heard how we're doing, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> Car- yeah, yeah. Carlos set the tone. In fairness, Ed, you've been you've been there weeks ahead of us, so carry on. Yes, yeah. come on and say I told you so. No, 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 no. It's what what I would like, perhaps, is for some some balance to some of the very interesting views we have on social media. You know, as a fan base, there's a lot of disconnects, and everyone is entitled to their opinion. Um, and everyone is entitled to have their beliefs, be them optimistic or slightly pessimistic. But people still standing behind this team, standing behind this club as a system and as an ownership, beggars belief. Um, we say it time and time again. Some of us say it earlier than others. Um, some of us said the must-win game was Brentford and we failed there. Um, others criticised for, for believing that... Um, that the, the Burnley game was a must-win. I think someone uh, referred to uh, uh, Watford fans as being mere fans for suggesting that was a must-win. Uh, someone else referring to, to Watford fans as being idiots for suggesting that relegation is, is looming if you fail to beat the likes of Newcastle, Burnley, Norwich. Um, you know, even West Ham. Yeah, granted, they're fourth in the league. They were absolutely atrocious on Tuesday. And, you know, I... I heard you asked me to come on on, on Tuesday on, on, on the, after the game. Um, I, I, I had no words, nothing to say. Um, <laughs> I, I, and, and to be honest, I don't want to talk about the football. I, I think that's beyond re- repair. We, we talked about it. The players aren't good enough. Um, the, the questions that need to be asked by the masses are still not being asked. Um, and, and, and I truly believe that, you know, we really need to start being concerned as a fan base as to what on earth is going on what is the future what happens if we go down well this i think is a very interesting point because i don't think it's going to get any better in a lower division i honestly don't no. i don't think it's i don't think it's the quality it's, that we're matching up against in the premier league that's the problem that, that, it, that, that's a that's a fantastic point that, that's just been made and, and, and a point that we brought up before, you know, it's not going to be the same when we went down last time. No, it's a complete. We had class yeah, in the squad when yeah. we went down. We were better a, in the yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, it's, it's a completely different animal. If we go down, I promise you, and I, and I mean this, you, you've only got to look at the, the divisions below, littered with ex Premier League sides, and, and, and we're we're no different because of our, our structure and what we spend and and, and so forth. We're, we're in trouble. I promise you, we are in big, 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 big and trouble, guys. Big trouble. A, a, a couple of the additional concerns that no one, no one wants to talk about. No finances, one wants to finances. Yep. So I yep. saw this week that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at least it's our, not Bassini. He's, our, he's, uh, our owners, our owners, our owners aren't as packed as they think, mate. I promise. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Well, we're, Bassini, we're, Bassini right now is after. Um, we're try, trying to liquidate Charlton um, for uh, the tune of, I think, 1.4 million of. of money that he can't pay right we as a football club when we were under ownership uh had a stadium that we owned we had some real estate that's worth a fair amount of money 
that's now not owned by Watford Football Club. That's owned by some financial institution that I've never heard of. Meaning, our debts continue to rise, and it's not through charitable donations of, of Mr. Pozzo. It's all secured against uh, loans from, from, from banks. Even yeah. player transfers. We're securing money owed to us for players that happen to be coincidentally playing for Udinese right now that haven't been paid for. Now, again, some will say that's very common business, but people need to wake up to the fact that we're in record debt and we don't have any assets. What I, happens next? Well, I've got to say that isn't really my area of expertise, but I know that, Peter, you kind of know a little bit about this, don't you? Well, it was, it was you know, Adam Leventhal, who's obviously got a, a requirement to not completely ostracise himself from the club, so he can only report so far, was that there was a £70 million debt leveraged against the club and that that had been, you know, in inverted commas, um, rationalised down to a £50 million loan. Well, that's that's deeply concerning. Obviously, we had a £36 million loss on the on, uh, last year. And, and as Ed absolutely says correctly, these are against loans secured against the club. Um, and the, the, pro- the problem has been is that previously, you know, you bought in players and we have sold at the right time. Uh, you know, the model, the, the traditional Pozzo model was, as, as we've kind of um, detailed on a, on a couple of videos, was you bring them in young, you develop them and then you sell them at, at the height of the uh, of their value and then you repeat the process and the moment we got into the premiership and suddenly the premiership uh, tv money was worth a lot more than the resale value of somebody such as for example Dakure. we kept them you pissed Dakure off and suddenly you see him not playing as Dakure we had seen for two years previously uh, and we see the same thing and it's kind of rinse and repeat one of one of my concerns, and it's it's a concern. I'm I'm still trying to kind of rationalise it in my own mind. Is that every player in this squad now has a fifty percent pay cut when they when if we go down? There's there's two elements to that. The moment you put that into a player's and and into a full squad's contract, it almost becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. You know, we've secured ourselves against this happening. But then the next question is: is out of those players that we might want to keep suddenly? their eyes are absolutely going to want to go to another club because the other club doesn't have to pay 100% of their wages to go and get them. They, you know, we've already halved their wages and therefore they can oh, so they come bargains. in and asset strippers are even better. Yeah, yeah well, from, yeah. from a wage point of view, you could argue that if we go down, you want to get them off the wage bill anyway, so it's a necessity. That's why I'm saying I'm kind of half and half on it. But the but problem, to be honest the problem you, is Peter, that the I, assets aren't being realised because players like Saar... And and to a certain extent, Pedro, I appreciate he's got to come through. You know, they haven't come in and produced at the same pace as Richarlison and then been able to turn to being turned around into an asset that can then help with with leveraging against the debt that Ed was mentioning there. Yeah, but I, 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 at the same time, I, I'm not altogether sure whether I'm going to be too unhappy to see the back of any of them. To be honest with you, there's no I, player there, perhaps apart from Saar. Just, I think, but you, Cole. but you, you will when we go down. You will when we, when we, when we're in the championship and we're on the same, we're on the same wage structure because of our financial uh, implications as, as Luton Town. 
they, the, the, you know, them, them up the road, we're, 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 we're going to be no better off than a lot of clubs in that division because of the way that we've set ourselves up to go down this season. It's an absolute disaster. And, it I, is and a disaster. I think, and I think a lot, I think a lot of people have underestimated the, the power of, of the power of the Potsos, the power or, or what they believe or perceive to be. Um, this immortality situation where we can just bring players in left, right and centre, no problems, no questions asked. But I, I promise you, we go down this season, which is looking very likely, there is there is a big shift and there is a big problem at Watford Football Club. Yeah, but I think that problem's existed for maybe two or three seasons now, to be it ha- fair. It has, but, 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 but the model, the model does... As as you know, we we spoke to someone today and we asked the question and we said, "What's Plan B? What's Plan B? Where is Plan B? What is it? How does mm. it? Where where does it go?" And nobody knows, you mm. know. And this and that 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 person is very high up in the club. Yeah. What, what's Plan B? Yeah. No, totally agree, mate. Totally agree. Um, just seeing if there's anybody else requesting to come in here. I can see there's a couple of requests. Let's Good bring stuff. in Neil Silverstein. Hey, Neil. Hello, Neil. Are you there? Hello, Neil. Sure. You just need to press your mic. Hello, mate. Yeah, How good, you thank you. Good, thank you. Um, well, considering the the, uh, the dire game, but plan B, um, your man was just, sorry, I didn't catch his name, was talking about what happens if we go down. That's yeah, Carl. Sorry, Carl. So, Hi, Neil. Sorry, mate. Sorry. But for me, it, it, it kind of plays out that if we go down, we actually become more attractive from an external investment potential. So, you, you know, where we are now, the amount of money that you'd have to plough in to, to kick us on is, is, is quite extreme. Whereas if we're down in the championship, I think it might help the Pozos get that, that external funding or somebody else to take a part stake in the club, which I think, from what I've been told, has been on the cards for three years. Um, we certainly would be in a better position than we were when we last went down because we're not carrying the ridiculous contracts that some of the players had. Um, so I think if you look at it year on year, it, 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 it's not as bad as, as it might seem outside. I mean, don't get me wrong, as a fan, it's dire, it's awful. I didn't travel to the game today. And you know what? I didn't miss it. And I've, I've followed them home and away for years. Um, so it's kind of cut the soul, but sometimes it's like, you know, nature teaches you a lot of things, right? So sometimes the old rose bush gets pruned and grows back stronger. Yeah. Nicely put. Yeah, I, like, I think that's a very, very fair point. Does that fit in, though, Peter, with what you were just saying, the fact that um, we might be more attractive to a, a new investor in a lower division with a lower wage bill and everything? Well, I mean, one of the kind of the the, the, the friends of, uh, of, of, I suppose we do not scratch your eyes in your CV, is a guy called Benjamin Bloom, who, if we do go down, will actually be one of the the, 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 the good parts about going down. He, he's a, a YouTube guy who basically just watches and looks after the championship in the main. He yeah. still does Watford stuff because obviously we were in the championship last year. And he's he's looked at a lot of this and seen that a lot of the, especially the overseas investment now, has been coming into League um, League Two and especially actually into the National Conference League because that's where the, they they can see the money is actually kind of being invested because it's a low seed amount, it's a low low takeover amount, and it doesn't take them that much to move them up towards to try to get to the championship, and that seems to be the trend at the moment. Certainly, mm. I think it would be cheaper for somebody else to come in and invest in the club. The question I think then becomes whether or not the Potsos want to sell either shares or the amount 
whilst we are a championship club rather than a premiership and they're selling it at a premium. But just bearing in mind, their underlying ethos has always been buy a, a low figure, develop and then sell at a premium. Now, that's been typically about players. But if you look at what they did with Granada, they did exactly that. They sold them when they were in the in, in La Liga to a, a Chinese consortium. Um, they went down the first first league, uh, first uh, season under the Chinese consortium, came back up, and they've been they've been okay since. Yeah. So I mean, no, it won't be all it won't be all out. And if we can attract some additional investment, I, and I, I don't personally mean it in terms of you know going out and you know thinking somebody like Newcastle or you know that that sort of level of investment in players. I just want to see stability and, and making sure that the club is safe. Yeah. Just, just picking up on the finance one though. Yes, mate. What did the Pozos actually pay? Because if you look at it as, as an investment in the rounds, and I, I think they've been taking quite a bit of money out along the way, for, from a Pozo business investment, because that's what it is at the end of the day. It's our club, but it's their investment. Yep. It's, they're, they're probably net neutral already. So I don't think there needs to be a significant, in the footballing world, investment to, to, for them to, be, to have their eyes turned. Well, I mean, uh, the, the the last figure that I saw suggested that they bought the club for somewhere between five hundred thousand and eight hundred thousand pounds when they bought it ten years ago. Yeah, obviously the players that they have moved in and out, and they've moved players, um, you know, from here to Udinese and Udinese back again. And and there are some players on a on a, on a video we did about the top twenty five Watford investments um, that that have come here, but they've played more at Udinese than here. You know, Passetto, for example, we bought him. He, he played about eight minutes and then he's been back on loan there. And that's that debt sits on our account. That is that is deeply concerning. And it is a way that they kind of move money from, you know, their right back pocket to their left back pocket. Um, and, and I think it was Ed who said about, you know, it, it, a lot of people will say it's business as usual. And it sort of is in Italy because all sorts of things go on in all sorts of different walks, especially within football. It just makes it still feel... Very, very uneasy. Yes, they'd be taking their money out, but I don't think their perception is that they'll be making um, a, a, a kind of a payback on their initial eight hundred grand investment. It will be, you know, where do we? You know, we've had this club now for six years in the Premiership. If we sell in the Premiership, we get a certain rate. If we if we sell in the Championship, you know, it's all based on future projected earnings, which is all linked to TV revenue being in the Premiership. So yeah. I think that's where they'll want to do it if they if they do want to do it. We can't also underestimate the fact they've owned Udinese since 1984. They've never taken them down. So they have still got track record. They've taken us down once. We know we've come back up. We still do have to kind of trust in a little bit of that. But I think Ed's point about the transfer uh, mechanisms in place needing, needing altering and changing, uh, if we're going to kind of stay in the premiership and actually kind of have anything like the level of, uh, uh, of stay that we had previously <clears throat> has to be reviewed, has to be changed. And I think, I think it's probably overdue to already have a look at Giretta because I haven't seen an improvement personally between him and Giraldi, his, his, uh, his predecessor. I just want to change the subject very quickly. Uh, if, if people don't mind, I've had a message through from Ed um, via DM um, and I guess Hodgson may have just come out and had a bit of a, a press conference. Now, I can't, but if he said this, I don't know where he's getting this from. Um, so Ed has said, please discuss what Hodgson has said in his post-match interview. Here we go. Hodgson claims Watford was simply not good enough in Brighton defeat, but refutes suggestion his team were too conservative. This is the quote. If anything, I would expect you to criticise us for being too gung-ho. Does that chime with anybody with what they've just seen? 
I've just seen that, Justin. Um, uh, Does that chime um, with um, you, Ian? No, no, that's 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 un- unbelievable because um, <laughs> apart from <laughs> <laughs> hello, Carl. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. Make your point. Are you fucking kidding me, <laughs> Carl? Well, Carl, you're going to have to learn. Alone. Carl, you'll have to learn to express saying. yourself, otherwise it'll all come out at once. Yes. Gun <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he's saying. He's this, saying this we gun, were a this bit. Gun, this gun home mean don't pass it, don't shoot, don't go, don't attack. This gun home mean sit on your asses and do nothing. My God, man. Well, that I'm only telling you what I've read, and I'm only telling you what's been sent through to me. Ian, have you seen that on a on a news um, page somewhere or something? Um, yeah, I, I saw it on uh, Twitter just a, a few minutes ago, but I can't remember what page. It might have been. I can't remember which which page, which what for page. Um, right, but that, that is a quote from from that, Roy that, Hodgson about the way yeah, we play that, today. That is a quote, and there was um, there was more gung ho in the bunker before kickoff than there was on the pitch. So um, yeah. perhaps it, perhaps he saw saw what was going on <laughs> in the bunker, and um, I, I don't know. That's that's absolutely um, un- unbelievable. It is. It is unbelievable. There was more, uh, more gung ho going off in my undercrackers than there was. We don't need to know that, Carl. In, that, in the we, entire <laughs> Watford football team, we we uh, don't need to know. I mean, j- j- listen, you do need to know because, quite honestly, I've had an absolute skim for that football club today, and then for him to come out and say that, my God, honestly, my God. Well, uh, yeah, good night, Justin. I agree. Love you no, all. I'm, stay- go- I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go now. <laughs> Because I've got okay. nothing. I've got nothing, nothing to say on the subject. Love you all. all. Right. God bless. Good night. God bless. Talk to you tomorrow, Carlos. Let's let's bring uh, in just, Lindsay. Sorry, oh, sorry, God, Just, yeah. sorry, Justin. Um, it's the Watford Observer that have tweeted it as well. Right. So okay. So, um... so that so that is a genuine quote. Then <clears throat> yeah. that is something that he said. Um, let's bring in Lindsay Lastinger Sterry. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, me again. The wife's fine. Oh, mine died. Oh. <laughs> I just want to some, give you some That's context. a cutting way of getting another go, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant no, one. Check, check out the screenshot. Levenfall has said, uh, he, he used the word prickly to describe Roy. Um, so, yeah, just, it's it's official. Right, so that is, well, I don't know where he's getting that from. I don't remember seeing any gung-ho football today. I've got to be honest, it all just looked very disjointed and very wishy-washy nothingness. I can't even remember, you know, a couple of good passes we strung together. So I think he's obviously been on the sherry or, or, or something. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, I'm just going to say a few quick hellos. Hello to Wayne. It was lovely to meet you today down the bunker. Thank you very much for buying me a beer. That was very much appreciated. Um, who else? Uh, hello to, is it Gilo or Gilo Sports? Hello to you. Um, I've, Gilo. Okay, there you go. Um, so yeah, and everybody else is listening. It's it's lovely to have you uh, joining us. If you want to say anything, now's the time. Um, come in now. Um, we have been on for nearly an hour now, so I'm going to bring this to an end very, very shortly. But if anybody, I know, can you believe it? If anybody else does want to come in, now's your chance. Otherwise, I'm going to um, bring it all to a close. I can't see any other requests. So I'm probably I, I, going to close. I don't think you can probably be ending, ending anything like this better than than Carl's use of the word gung ho and my undercrackers in the same sentence. Yes, that is quite a that is quite a, 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 that, a, a that's vision. an end to end all uh, ends. Oh, he's still here. I thought you'd gone. He's still here. No, no, no. 
I, I can't leave. I can't leave on such a, you know, such a sour note. I just want to say that um, the, the the big thing for me out of, out of today is, and and forget the the Roy quote is, we we the, the sooner we realise what we are, it, it's almost like. I, I don't know. I, I speak to some Watford fans and they're kind of like, well, we, you know, uh, th- this game is a must win. This is a must win. It's a must win. I've been saying that now for about eight games. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's now got to the point where I can't say it anymore. The must wins have now gone. Well, we're it's running out very, of points. We're running out of well, points is the thing. We're, we're, we're running out of time. We're like, we're like the, you know, the sand timer. And we, we're slipping through the, through the gap. But um, I can't remember who said it. It might have been you, Peter, because you're normally the one full of... Um, joy and um, optimism on this uh, th- these calls is that if we go down um, it you know it, it might not be it might not be the worst thing and I, and I tend to agree I do tend to agree that if we go down it might not be the worst thing because it's almost like a I almost feel like we're in a rushed state a rushed situation where we have to stay up and we're, we've kind of been forced into this this situation because on the back of the COVID um, pandemic and, and, and so forth so I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm completely out of um, optimism on the pitch, but I think we've got the best fans in the world. I think the guys that, that come on to this particular chat, honestly, thank you so much for for um, getting involved with it because that's what it's all about for us. Um, Absolutely. When, when Absolutely. Me start, when me and Justin started this podcast, it was all about opinions, and that is what this is about. It's about opinions. I haven't got to agree with yours. You haven't got to agree with mine. It is purely and utterly about opinions and, and may long that continue. Whatever happens, guys, whatever happens next season, please stay with us, stay with you, keep your opinions, we'll keep ours, and we'll all go together into the future, whatever that might be. Whatever that might right, be. This is this is my final goodbye, and I won't mention my undercrackers again. Good night. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Carlos. Thank you very much. See you later, mate. Yes, see you later. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to bring this to a close. Um, I'm, to be I'm, I'm, if, if I may, I'm going to go with one final positive because I mean, a lot of people, depending on their ages, might not know who Anne Swanson was, who, oh, turf, yes. who was there at halftime, Good and call. who they are renaming the the family stand or the family stand aspect after. I mean, this lady was basically brought in by Graham Taylor. She was entrusted by Graham Taylor to start off the Junior Hornets, and really. You know, she 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 ran it with a with a rod of iron. I mean, you know, nobody nobody messed with her really, genuinely. But she got it going so well and really kind of forged that. So I think that's a, you know, in a day of of pretty much doom and gloom on the pitch, there's at least something in the stand where it's being named in in the right per you know for the right person in the right direction. And I think honouring a bit of the history and remembering it. Is that there's no bad thing to do that? Um, so I think that that was a that was a good move by whoever's decided that at the club. I look forward to the rookery being, uh, you know, the Luther Blissett rookery personally. But there we go. I didn't get a program today. I never buy a program, but did I see it had been sort of made old style with Luther on the front cover or something? I, I... Yeah, yeah, yep. it did. I've, I've bought I've bought one for the first time in about three hundred years. So um, <laughs> Luther made, made a naughty comment on Twitter as well and said at least it looks like him. I don't know what he's referencing, by the way. Oh, OK. Yeah, I think I might, but I'm not going to say anything. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that was quite nice for them to do that for Luther as well, obviously. Um, but, yeah, Anne Swanson. I remember Anne Swanson as a junior Hornet. I remember uh, trying to get the sing-songs going on the coach to the away games and stuff. Um, she was great. So it was nice to see her back. I'm glad they've uh, named the family... 
what is that? The, the, the family the family stand stand is it? Yeah, I was going to say enclosure because I'm so old. Um, but yeah, it's nice to, to to name that after her. So that that's that's all very very positive. I think we're going to draw this to a close now. We'll obviously do one of these uh, after the next game as well. Please join us after every game. We're going to try and do this after every game to get your reactions. You tell us what you thought of the game, etc., etc., etc. I was expecting this one to be a little bit negative, <laughs> and it has been. Um, also, please make sure you check out our podcast. It's available everywhere on Spotify, on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, everywhere. Um, make sure you, you, you do um, check out our podcast. Uh, we've got Ronnie Rosenthal coming on soon, a couple other guests lined up. We do try and get a podcast out at least once a week. We do have fan podcasts occasionally as well. If you want to join us on those, you're going to be more than welcome to do that. We'll let you know when that's going to be. Um, just say, yeah, I want to come on one, and we'll we'll give you the Zoom link. You can come and have your say about the uh about the club as well. Uh, the, we match also... day vlogs, the match day vlogs as well, just. I was just about to mention those, oh, yes. If you go to YouTube, um, the match day vlog that's going to be coming out tomorrow, Carl? Tomorrow, uh, can't promise it's going to be full of um, joy and happiness, but it will be out tomorrow. Uh, on YouTube at DNSYE Podcast. And we've got some very special guests from America on there um, that we met in the bunker earlier on. That was a very surreal start to the day, talking to American that they'd come over to watch the game, bless them, from all over the USA. There was someone from Washington, someone from San Francisco, someone from Utah. It was just like... Really? You've come all this way to watch this? Um, so, yeah, they'll be in the vlog. Make sure you, you check that out because they were, they were actually lovely. Um, we're going to probably do a podcast with one of those guys soon as well. So um, that's probably about it. Peter, do you want to do a shout-out for you on TV? Uh, yeah, a couple of things going to be coming out over the next couple of days. So we'll have a, a review of that, but it'll be mercifully short, trust me. <laughs> um, well, it needs to be 30 really. seconds I to do, I reckon. kind of done a lot of it today already. Um, and just because we haven't scored in four games, um, and also because when we did uh, something on Ray Lewington, we said we would. Uh, the Southampton five, uh, the Southampton 2 Watford 5 game from uh, 2004 will be out very shortly as well. So you can remember what it looks like when somebody wearing yellow puts the ball in the onion bag. Yeah, five times in a game as well. That was a great That's, one. That, that was a long time ago. Um, so, yes, I'm going to bring this to a close now. Uh, honestly, everybody that uh, jumps in and listens, we do appreciate you listening. We appreciate you uh, getting involved as well. It's lovely having your company always. Um, do um, follow us on the socials as well. Subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, <laughs> chin up. Cheers, guys. <laughs> it's only football. Yeah, See, you at <laughs> yeah. See you later. Ta-da. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.